Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. This is your Goth Luna. And I'm Matt the Sloth. Yay. Uh, we are a cod, ba- po- a cod past. I'm keeping it. A cod We're past? We're a cod past. All right. <laughs> We're a cod past of two friends living a co- country apart, <laughs> burning it down from both ends and watching a lot of werewolf movies. All the werewolf movies. <laughs> the A cod past sounds so dirty. <laughs> Well, it either has to do with fish or a cod piece. Oh, I went straight to cod piece. I'm sorry. Was there another option? <laughs> yeah, you can have some cad from the haba. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so how have you been doing, Matt? Oh, you know, living the dream. You know, work's Yay. super busy, but... Uh, my band played a wedding, so we got to be a wedding band for a night, Ooh. and that's fun. That's like a 90s movie right there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, absolutely no pressure to perform well, or <laughs> it's like, just have fun, and it was good. Good. I'm glad. And they haven't broken up yet? No, they made it the first week. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad you, you had your first type of new gig. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. How have you been doing? I'm okay. I'm just, um, I, I've been burning, much like we're burning the world down from both ends, I'm burning all the candles from all the ends while <laughs> it's also on fire still. So um, I'm a little exhausted, but it's okay. I only have one more week of madness and then hopefully i'll kind of be able to get my feet under me for the thanksgiving week and the and december in general but whoo this month has been a doozy (laughs) um and i just got my boosty status so i just got the moderna booster although i was pfizer so now i'm like a trojan horse of different mrna i guess i don't know (laughs) that'd be a paterna Oh, I don't like that. I <laughs> I don't I don't like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm I'm good, but tired. Ah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, no, the uh, shots hit me pretty well. I didn't get my booster yet, but yeah. I interact with so many people, including children and drunk adults, and I'm just like, yeah, if. If I if someone's gonna get the damn virus, it's gonna be me, unfortunately. So I was like, let me get this booster real quick. Yeah. And I got the flu shot at the same time, and R.I.P. me. <laughs> Your body's so, like, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. I asked the the person that gave me the shots. I was like is it a good idea to get them at the same time? Like, this is my day off, so today's going to be the day I have to get it. But, like, I can get the flu shot another time. She was like, no, people get it at the same time. It's like, okay. And then as she's doing it, I was like, so what are the, you know, side effects? And she was like, oh, well, you're going to want to take tomorrow off. I was like, <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, so this week or this time this episode i suppose we are doing a newer movie from 2020 it's a it's an indie werewolf film um 
and it is called I Am Lisa. It's been on Prime for a little while now. I don't know what other streaming platforms it's on. Um, but it's a um, it's written by Eric Winkler and directed by Patrick Rhea or Ray. Not sure how to say his last name. Um, but it it's it was an interesting little thing. I I saw the poster and I was like, okay, a new horror film, indie horror. Okay, a new werewolf. Okay, let's let's kind of check it out. So that's kind of why I chose this one this week. Had you heard of it before this? Nope. This is uh, fr- brand new to me, too. Cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess there wasn't a lot of time for you to learn about it, considering it came out last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but still, even then, flew under my radar. But, you know, unless it hits... Well, last year, every movie flew under my radar, because I couldn't get... That's true. Couldn't go to my indie theaters, because they were all closed, so... Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, the indie circuit has kind of been a mystery to me, because I just haven't heard of much, so... um, Oh, and I just realized that I did not close my window, so if you hear traffic, that's why I could get up and close it, but my bones hurt, so no. <laughs> um, I think I think you'll be alright. I don't think it's... It's very, it's nighttime, so I don't think we're going to have a lot of craziness. Um, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start out with a synopsis, as per usual, uh, and then we'll kind of get into our, our thoughts on the film. So the movie starts with, I guess, a scene of very country folk shooting a mostly human werewolf girl, which I was like, Okay. <laughs> yep, they're not hiding the werewolf part, like werewolf movie. Yep, like here we go. <laughs> there are there be werewolves. Um, and then it starts with the main character Lisa working at a used bookstore that it used to that had belonged to her grandmother. Um, and not gonna lie, this bookstore looks dope. Yeah, it's just like full of it's so like messy and just comfy and I don't know I like it. Um, so Lisa's hanging out there, uh, seems like a smart girl, has a degree in something or other, um, and is looking after this bookstore, loves books, obviously, and then a group of mean girls essentially come in and kind of bully her, um, and steal a book, apparently a first edition Fahrenheit 451, and, uh, it's it's clear that there's some like history here between these girls and Lisa and um then Lisa and her best friend go watch the last man on earth and then come across a wolf on a way home so it's like oh here we go foreshadowing <laughs> <laughs> then Jessica uh this is one of the mean girls the main mean girl comes back to the store the next day and returns the book uh, in the most confusing scene of all time. Yes. Um, I was just like, wait, 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 what? So first of all, you have this mean girl who comes in this like, why'd you come back to town, Lisa? Blah, blah, blah. Takes a book. Then the next day returns the book, comes on to Lisa, and then gets mad at Lisa for not welcoming her sexual advances. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's very strange. Um, so then Lisa plans to confront Jessica's mom, who happens to be the sheriff of the town. 
and uh and is also the woman at the beginning of the film who was shooting the human werewolf girl thing so uh she goes to the sheriff's office to complain about Jessica. It does not go well. Um, they essentially, like, tie her up, beat her, torture her, and leave her in the woods. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about this later, but that's what happens. Yeah. Um, in the woods, a wolf bites Lisa and uh, this woman, Mary, rescues her. Now, uh, we'll get into Mary a little bit later as well, but uh, Lisa's wounds heal quickly. She she ends up doing very typical, like, am I wolf now yeah. behavior? Like, I'm going to lick the blood off this kid that was hit by a car. <laughs> um, I'm going to stare at meat raw meat way too long in the grocery store um you know that sort of thing yep <laughs> then uh so when Le- because lisa get- got away like she didn't get eaten by the wolves uh the sheriff and her children including jessica and some other cop guy um start hunting lisa and I mean, it seems like it's going well. It's not very going very well. Like, they they don't really catch her right away. But uh, Lisa tries to stay low-key, but then kills one of the mean girls in another very confusing scene. <laughs> um, and then uh, her best friend helps Lisa kind of come to terms with what's going on. And they try decide to embrace it like she's becoming a wolf and then she goes to the grocery store and buys all the raw meat so she is now embracing her wolfiness um and then behind her friend's back lisa goes on a revenge killing spree essentially of all the mean girls and the the son of the sheriff and all this stuff and um not gonna lie some of those kills are pretty great though and uh, and then she confronts the sheriff who has happened to pick up the best friend and just has her held hostage with a ball gag in her mouth. Um, now, from what I understand, <laughs> when you're wearing a ball gag, you can still make noises. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. Um, okay, so... <laughs> So then uh, the sheriff calls this brute of a guy named Dolphus, um, which I was like, really? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Who is nonverbal, very much a grunt kind of character archetype dude. And um, he apparently likes to hold wolf people hostage. So he has a bunch of silver stuff. And... They nail Lisa to a wall with silver nails, um, or not even nails. Like, what do you call those things? The railway railway spike uh, things. I think they're just rail spikes. Okay, rail spikes. That <laughs> look at me. I know stuff. <laughs> so they nail her to the wall with those things, and in a very like crucifixion way. And um, brand her with a silver pentagram. 
um, and then threatened to cut her up with a silver axe so that she can't run away from Dolphus. Then Mary, who we mentioned earlier, comes back and shoots the sheriff. Mary happens to be the sheriff's sister. Um, and she's, she's like, I shot my sister. And Lisa kills the Dolphus guy. And just, just, let's just say that almost all the scenes are confusing. <laughs> and then um, finally Lisa takes... Uh, Deb, which is the sheriff, out to the wolves to be eaten alive, and then kind of goes on a, goes around on a good guy streak and kind of rectifying bad things, and then that is the movie. Yeah. Um, it was very indie. Not necessarily a bad movie. It was fun enough to watch certain scenes, but I mean, there were there was a lot that wasn't yeah. particularly fleshed out or believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, my biggest challenge were the motivations behind things like the whole torture scene i was like why yeah like oh i'm evil i torture people that's not like a thing like usually there's more to it Mm -hmm. like there's just there's not i don't know i had a a hard time with some of the motivations behind the actions of the characters but overall it was a werewolf film (laughs) it was a movie it was a movie what did you think matt well first thing is uh so this is a rape revenge movie but werewolves. Yes. So this is I spit mm-hmm. on the I spit on your grave or last last house on the left, but with werewolves. Yes, um, yes it is. Except those movies are better. Anyway, continue. Fair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought that was interesting um, to kind of take that genre that has a very specific, to- like, th- there's steps in those sorts of movies. That oh, everything yeah. goes through. It's I always like to see kind of like a mashup of that. Like, what if this, but you know, werewolves. So I thought that was kind of interesting and yeah, a good way yeah, to go. No, I like that. Um, and also I do like um, they didn't actually show the actual rape, uh, which uh, I'll I'll give them credit for that too. Because when she was outside in the woods when they were about to leave her for death. The uh, other cop. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they didn't actually show it. Where again, a lot of rape revenge movies. That's like one of their pinnacle scenes, and they spend a lot of time on it, and it ends up being very uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. uh, this one, they didn't do that. So I'll give them credit for that. Um. So yeah, uh, Lisa was a very interesting character in general. <laughs> Yes. Uh, my first thought is, look at this fucking hipster right here. <laughs> yeah, definitely a hipster. Definitely, like, we found the hipster character. Da-da. Yeah. Flannel and uh, beanie and everything. Yep. Has a cool job that wouldn't actually pay your bills if you did it in real life, but it sounds fun. Um, right. <laughs> those sorts of things. Um but yeah, those are like my big things I kind of noticed. I mean, I got a few like weird things I noticed. Um, like like the main theme song in the beginning and then it came later mm-hmm. in the movie. I swear to God, it's the, ter- it's the Terminator 2 theme. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll have to listen to it again. That's funny. 
it was a it was very Muzak to me. Yeah, like it was very like unlicensed music. Here it is. Yep. Like I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's go through the YouTube free library. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I didn't really pick up on anything. It was just more like, okay, all right. So we're using we're using Muzak. Here we go. Then <laughs> there was one song with lyrics that I was like, hmm. Okay, friends band, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um but yeah, I didn't I didn't notice that. I'll have to listen. Speaking of the band, so there's a scene where she follows uh the main mean girl to a club. <laughs> Although I haven't been to that specific club, I've definitely been to that club of like really? a real Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, a yeah, really yeah, yeah. bad metal band that's super serial with like three people standing in front. It <laughs> is like the most accurate depiction of a of like a metal bar in the middle in a small town in the middle of nowhere on a weeknight. Yeah. Is <laughs> like like yeah, exactly that. And then like just the fact that it was like empty, I was yeah. like, "Yep, yeah. this sounds right." Yeah, they didn't even bother to like <laughs> fake having a massive crowd. They're like, "No, nah, it's more real." Like we got three people yeah. that are gonna stand here, <laughs> three people all drinking PBRs, <laughs> and you know, yeah, it's it. That's that's for real. Mm-hmm. So that 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 hit home. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I also made a note about that. <laughs> it's like I haven't been to that club, but I've definitely been to that club. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, all right. And then it also had the whole like, and this is what people do in these clubs. They do coke in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean they don't need It's not wrong. Not wrong. I'm not saying it was wrong. But I'm saying they probably wouldn't even bother going to the bathroom in that club. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like people aren't doing lines in those clubs. They're shoving it up their nose. Yeah. Come on. um so all right so i also like yes it's definitely a rape revenge film i actually didn't necessarily see the like i for some reason in my head i thought that the rape stopped um i didn't think it actually happened so i thought that it was more of a rape revenge film of just bodily autonomy. Like we've been talking about where, you know, they leave her out there to be bitten by a wolf and she's goes on a revenge streak because they took her humanity from her. Um, same thing though. Same still works. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was cool. Uh, I think like as far as the main parts of, of this movie or like the main themes that I picked up. I don't even know that it's a theme, but I came away from the movie being like, don't let your friends be a dick. Like, <laughs> stop it. Yeah. Like if you see your friend being a dick, stop them from being a dick. Yep. That That's, that's what you do. You don't just watch your friend be a dick. And that kind of goes for the, um, for the best Lisa's best friend too. Like, you know she's out there murdering people. Why don't you confront her about it? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, I get that we don't like them, but at least, like, address it. Like, she definitely killed that bitch. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Um. And then, like, I, 
I also had the whole, like, you know, there were some quotes at the beginning of the film about revenge and, you know, revenge can be poisonous, um, to the mind, right? Like the more you plot about revenge, the more you lose yourself in the past. And I thought that this, this movie was a good example of exactly that. Um, because she could have just kind of like skipped town and figure some shit out or whatever, but she was just so caught up in revenge that she got people killed, um, you know, or killed them, Yeah, actually. Mostly just did the killing. Um, so, like, maybe that's cool, maybe it isn't, I don't know, but I was just like, you know, whenever I see revenge stuff that's not specifically rape revenge, like this one, it was a lot, uh, it was just a little harder for me to root for the root for the monster yeah because it seemed unnecessary yeah um like you you is wolf now probably gonna live a long time your best friend's down with it go have a cool life um but if it if she did get raped then i would feel like the movie ends with his death so then it still doesn't really i don't know yeah i can't there's that a little bit of trouble putting all the pieces together yeah i mean the um yeah the guy that either attempted or did rape was wasn't even the last death like they were saving the the big boss lady (laughs) Um, yeah who was evil for sure like i'm not saying that she wasn't evil but it didn't make sense why she was evil yeah she was just evil for evil's sake and that's like not interesting to me like uh personally like i mean maybe it's it's interesting in like the sense of uh, a Disney movie, like a seventy-minute Disney Channel movie, where it's like this person's evil, ah ha ha ha, and then the little kids are like, "I have to get away from them. We're gonna tie her up or whatever." You know, <laughs> yeah. like when I was eleven, I thought that was cool, um, but I just have I just had a real big problem with like why this sheriff was so evil yeah like for no reason yeah it had like the corruption angle because she was the sheriff but right. it was so far overboard that yeah. you're like even with corruption like this is like cartoony villainy of like it is yeah she's gonna, like i was like you could definitely go to the county or the state or somebody like yeah like she was just you can't torture people like you just that you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean people do do it of course yeah. but like it it just I don't know none of it rang realistic or true. Um so it it ended up being a little bit more like you said of a cartoony wolf movie which isn't bad it's just not what I thought I was getting into. Um and I think the sister role Mary was an interesting role. Like I, I was trying to figure out what they were trying to do with that. Like, yeah, here's the sheriff's sister who knows her sister's a dick again, stop your friends from being dicks. Um, and she just doesn't do anything about it until she shoots her. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just had a, I, I don't know. I don't know what that was supposed to be, but um, I will say that like it takes a lot, a lot, a lot of work to make a movie. <laughs> yep. 
It takes a lot of work to, you know, cast, write, direct, all that stuff. And I don't, I don't know if these folks are experienced or not, or how many films they've done. Um, but I hope that it's a, it's a learning experience. I, I'm not going to say that like this movie was absolutely terrible because there were elements that were good. Like some of the photography was good. Some of the kills and the effects, uh, her wolf form, like her face was cool looking. It looked, it like felt real. Um, that felt realer than like, that felt more real than the actual characters themselves. Um, so I think that there were good things about this, uh, but put all together, I feel like either it was marketed in a way that like, they could have made this like kind of goofy, like like bright red blood, like yeah, you know, like kind of even more cartoony visually, and I think that that would have been a good touch. But that's just me. That's my. Those are my thoughts. No, I think there's a bit of a disconnect between the cinematographer and the script, um, and maybe mm-hmm. they didn't even realize it or know it or something because the script is very two dimensional, um, mm-hmm. like it plays into the whole bullies only are bullies are only bullies because they're jealous of you or they want to bang you. Um, right. And yeah, the over the top villain and that could have worked and yeah, something where the rest of the movie is also over the top, like blood splurging, right. but the cinematography is very down to earth, like realistic. Mm-hmm. And so it clashes between the two of them. Yeah, I agree. And I think, it, I mean, I do think the cinematography was beautiful yeah. though. Uh, I just wish I had more understanding of like where they were supposed to connect, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, I think that's where the disconnect is, is it, it wasn't bad cinematography, but it didn't fit what was happening all the time. Like they had this like small little town, nice little town, but then there was like dingy apartments at one point. And it's like, what small town has dingy apartments? Every small town. What are, what are you talking about? I well, I missed I missed it. I don't know that I remember that. Yeah, her apartment where part. she lived. They are only in there for one scene before she oh, okay. went to live with her friend. But they're yeah, they're kind of like little dingy apartments. Oh. Huh. Um. Now the crack den in a small town is very realistic. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> crack den. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. It's it's just it was a interesting film that just felt a little frayed like the that wasn't hemmed up yeah and you can tell there's some budgetary issues because oh yeah um, the when her bookstore got set on fire (laughs) that looked horrible (laughs) i was like oh okay i see (laughs) (laughs) well you know you can do effects on computers now did you know that (laughs) They just bought the like little fire loop that you can get as like a plug in and just put it on there. Yep. And made it the size of the window. Yep. And was like, ta da! And done. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I'm happy I watched it. I'm glad there is a new, um, a new, you know, werewolf movie out there in the world. I just. I just had a couple questions, that's all. <laughs> well, uh, on sort of the subject of, of the budget, because I think it's also our fell short, how about the design of the werewolf? 
I mean, I think that we never really saw full werewolves. Yeah. So we just saw like, like wolf-esque human faces, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, I think that it worked well. I don't think we necessarily needed a whole wolf for this story. Right. Um, but I mean, I liked the eyes. I liked the the angry, wrinkly face. What I liked most of all about it, though, is that it they blended it well with their hair and like skin tone. Yeah, that's fair. So it didn't look like masky. Um, but yeah, it was very much like. This is what we can do, which I respect. I'd rather you do that than try to do more and like fall on your face. Yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, but it makes it hard to do uh, what would happen if you'd boop that snoot. It is very <laughs> difficult. I, I tried to imagine. I actually thought about it while she was in the crucifix sort of position. And I was like, huh, I could boop the snoot. And then I was like, well, she'd probably be a little mad. But she's still in there when she's like all wolfed yeah. out. So... She'd probably just be like, stop. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't touch Don't me. Don't do that, please. <laughs> I'll be like, okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just look at the friend and be like, you're wearing a ball gag, not like, I don't know, your vocal cords have been ripped out. You could scream. You can make noises. Yeah. It's possible. <laughs> like she was on the phone with the sheriff and, you know, the sheriff is like, oh, she's here. Like, she can hear you, but she can't come to the phone right now. I'd be screaming my fucking head off to let her know that I was actually there and I was alive. But, no, she was like, I have a ball gag in my mouth. I can't make noises. That's not a thing. (laughs) So, yeah. And then, I mean, in the same vein, like, werewolf transformation... It didn't really have one. Yeah, say, pretty non-existent in this one. Yeah, it's literally, like... Puts her head down, head comes back up, wolf. Yeah. And then there's nothing past that point either. Like, I guess the only midpoint is when it's just her teeth and her eyes. Yeah. And then when she's, like, more werewolfy, she has the face distortion and then the um the lower voice. So, I don't know if we can really pup to wolf <laughs> this transition um yeah i mean so you didn't watch it because that's the one episode you missed but it's very in the vein of wolf uh with ah. uh yeah with jack nicholson where yeah it was just sort of like just cut away and then we'll add makeup and then we'll cut back transformation <laughs> the end yeah yeah which is probably you know absolutely another budgetary issues so yeah see wolf had a big budget and had jack nicholson they didn't have an excuse this one was all indie small time yeah so so i'm gonna have to rate the transformation at a puppy because it isn't one yeah it's just not really there (laughs) but again yeah it's better to do what they could and make it look good than try and force some bad cg to do the transformation exactly i have mad respect for them understanding who they who they are yeah absolutely uh anything else that you want to add no um i mean i would say you want to talk about sequels but this came out last yeah. year. yeah so. and far as i could tell there wasn't <laughs> any sequels like any plans or anything yet um 
because it had a very small release because it came out in the worst year for movies ever. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I, I did notice I forgot to bring up is uh, the deaths were um, very inconsistent. Some were really awesome and some were really lame. So oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought that was weird. It's like, like the, the dude got off, I think, pretty easy compared to oh, yeah. the bully that had her face flash fried. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. It was a, um, I, I think they just had some ideas for how they wanted the kills to go. And then we're just like, that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was uh, interesting, but the but there were some cool ones. Like, oh yeah, I, I liked, I liked how she she handled some of those. Yeah, the flash frying the bully was my favorite. That was good. Yeah, I agree. That one's best. <laughs> okay. All right. So that was I am Lisa. It's um, it's definitely interesting. I think you know people should give it a watch. It's it's a werewolf film. Yeah. It, you know, form your own opinions. Don't take our word for it. Um, but that being said, what else have you been watching? Oh, all sorts of things. I've been all over the place. So yeah. in theaters, um, since our last recording, I've seen e- Internals. Eternals. Eternals. Internals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Internals. <laughs> um, I actually really enjoyed it. I know it's getting a lot of bad reviews and whatnot but i think it was very good i'll see it eventually i haven't seen it um my biggest i'm like i think it's gonna be beautiful but my biggest concern is that um there are too many characters to care very much about any one of them but we'll see yeah, i don't know i found out. a few that i kind of linked into um okay. but there is a lot like they're introducing a whole essentially a whole new team so yeah. it's a whole lot of stuff, but oh, I enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad. Um, and we also saw uh, Last Night in Soho. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, that was really good. I actually really enjoyed that a lot. I didn't mm-hmm. expect it to go full horror. I thought it was going to be just murder mystery, but I'm always happy when it goes full horror. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I knew it was going to be a horror film, but um but I didn't really know how or, you know, what the twist would be, so I definitely enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, that was really good. And the whole movie, I'm like, I know that girl, like the main girl, not not Anya uh Taylor-Joy, but the other uh-huh. one. I was like, I know her. Where do I know? And it's like bugging uh-huh. me the entire movie and like soon as like the credits started like IMDb. So she <laughs> she's the little girl from uh Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. I didn't real. I was like, I know that voice. Where do I know that? Yeah, yeah, she's great. They were both. Oh, I mean, so their performances good. were fucking out of this world. So. Although I gotta ask Edgar Wright how he fits Matt Smith's giant dome in this in one frame with other people in the frame because that seems to oh be hard. Oh my gosh, leave Matt Smith alone. <laughs> He's he has a big head. Sure, whatever. <laughs> He's like a bobblehead. It's hilarious. He's such a good actor. He is Leave him alone. <laughs> I was like, man, that dude's got a massive cranium. Um, it's it's a big head. <laughs> Let's see. I finally watched The Artist because it's on Netflix. Um, I have not seen that. I don't know the what that black is. and white silent one that won all the Oscars. Mm-hmm. 
No, I, I didn't watch the Oscars either, so. Well, I may be uncultured swine because, yeah, I didn't like it at all. The, uh, oh, the okay. silent aspect of it gets old, like, 15, 20 minutes into it, where you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might just have to be in one of my artsy-fartsy videos. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then on my Brad Pitt watch through, we got to Sleepers, which is really good, really dark. Nice. It's a hard watch, but it's a good one. I have not seen it, so, ah, so I, w- it's, I need to look that up. So, yeah, it's about um, four friends who, uh, I think it's in the 50s, yeah, go to juvie and end up getting abused. And then later, mm-hmm. 30 years down the line, uh, two of them end up finding one of the guards and killing him, and it's about the trial and stuff and Oh, interesting. But yeah, it's got Brad Pitt. Um, it's got um, Dustin Hoffman, Kevin Bacon. Um, why am I blanking on his name? Um, the guy from Taxi Driver, Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Um, God, who else is in it? The 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 main Lost Boy from the Lost Boys. <laughs> <laughs> And the guy that played Dr. Manhattan, although it, uh, you can't really tell. Huh. But anyways, yeah, really Fair. good movie. And let's see, what else have I gotten into? Um, I think that's about it. This week I'm going to be watching all the Ghostbusters getting ready for Ghostbuster Afterlife. I know, I didn't even know that was happening. I was like, wait, there's a new Ghostbuster? Yeah, snuck up on us. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. I... Have, I only watched um, Last Night in Soho, and I watched... Oh, I've been wanting to watch Antlers. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I have been far too busy to have a night to go to the <laughs> movies, so I'm going to have to try that again probably next week because this week's shot. Um, but it, as far as like other stuff, I've just been re-watching um, uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor, mm-hmm. and... I'm watching very slowly Dope Sick, which is very upsetting. <laughs> um, and then at some point I want to start like the latest season of Fargo because I totally missed it. I forgot that that happened. So yeah. I need to do that. But yeah, I've just been kind of like watching a little bit here and there as much as I can. Very cool. Oh, that's another one meant to is um, I started watching Chucky finally. I'm two episodes in. Oh it's, yeah, I forgot about that it's too. It's really good. And oh, it's good. got a very old Devin Sawa in it, and it's funny hmm. if you remember who that is. All he right was he's one of those hot heartthrobs. He might have been slightly too young for his mm. th- heartthrob age, but he was like I yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I always have like a strange uh relationship with like heartthrobs. Like I just just always been like yeah, I mean, they're pretty. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, cool. Um, yeah, so I think, what is the next film for next episode? So next episode, we're going, I think, because I haven't seen it, but from the trailer, I think we're going found footage with Ware from 2016. Oh, yeah. It looks pretty brutal and kind of awesome. That's right. I thought about that one, too. Cool. I'm very excited to watch that one. 
Awesome. Well, we forgot to plug in social media at the beginning of the show because <laughs> I was doing the intro and I always forget. So if you want to reach out to us or follow us, you can follow us at Goth and Sloth on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us anytime you'd like at gothandsloth at gmail.com. And Matt, how can people find you specifically? I'm at wizard underscore Matt on the Twitters and wizard cosplay on Instagram and Pharaoh underscore wizard on TikTok. Um, and my band is Leonardo Leonardo. All our things are at leonardoleonardoband.com. What about you? Excellent. Awesome. And I am, can be found at uh, online, not in person. <laughs> Don't find me in person. Uh, you can find me at Luna underscore Minwi. That's L-U-N-A underscore M-I-N-U-I-T on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Alrighty. Well, thanks for hanging out with us for another episode of the Goth and the Sloth Werewolf Edition. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.